You haven't even paid me from last time. I haven't watched Halo either. I'm going to summarize Halo Season 2 based on the Watching Now Halo podcast from Couch Soup. This is going to be fun. So Chief could be crazy. (laughs) Cortana's had a facelift. We're a bit mixed. Quan and Soren's story is really boring. Is is it over yet? Reach is f***ed. Reach for the stars. You all are gonna die. Spartans have a new leader called Ackerson. More like Dickerson. Apparently McKee is alive. She didn't die on screen, so she's probably not dead. Key's definitely not dying. Right, right, right. And the flood is coming. Is the water on this planet? What do I know? You should be listening to the Watching Now Halo podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Where's my money, Drew? Welcome back to the Replayer Podcast. I'm Pagan, your host this week, and joining me this week is my co-host Dan. Why hello? Why hello? <laughs> and some lovely members that are no uh, no stranger to the show: Hoot and Josh. Hi guys. And young Hi. What? <laughs> Say that's, that again. That's Korean for hello. And young Really? Culture. Oh my god. Culture. <laughs> A little bit of culture. That's- that's Cherokee for hello. Oh, this is cool. I like this. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, uh, I don't have anything. You ain't got nothing. There's no South African. Diagwish is a um, good day in Irish. Diagwish. Mm. I can, of nice. course, say Guten Tag, which is good day in German. Oh, nice. Oh. A little culture for everybody this day on the Replayer podcast. Yeah. Coming up next is the weather on the eights. Yeah. If you have a special way to say hello in your language, please let us know. Like, put it in the comments or something so we can try and butcher that <laughs> in the next <laughs> so podcast. Uh, and like, spell it and then spell it phonetically, please. Thank you. <laughs> that welcome to the show, guys. Great. Yeah. Welcome to the show, guys. It's been so long. I feel like since we've had Hoot on the show, but not so long since we've had Josh, right? Is it maybe it's just both? Maybe it's because I see you guys a few months ago. Yeah. yeah, who was on a few months oh, ago too? Okay. We talked Godzilla. Godzilla, that was yeah. the one. And now he's back to talk Halo. Heck yeah! We had to who get some Halo it? fans in because this week, I mean, I'm sure anybody who has watched Retro Replay uh, and Trailer Talk or know uh, what, like, I mean, it's really obvious that it was just Halo. Halo this week, Halo, 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 Halo in the Halo. veins, and then also in E3, <laughs> Halo, Halo. Like, we had a lot of Halo this week. Let's just not mention it. No. <laughs> what are we talking about then? Go. We're going to talk about Batman mm. and how he doesn't go down on Catwoman because he, heroes don't do that. I thought I call, I call BS on that. Yeah, yeah. killing joke. <laughs> I mean, he clearly did in the Batman uh, animated series. Duh. Oh yeah. Obviously. <laughs> I mean, come on. The guy, his mask is—it's open on the bottom. He's got horns on the top. Like he's got handles. Handles. I mean, yeah. yeah no. He just doesn't. I mean, he's Batman. He's not going to tell you what he's. You know. Yeah, he's not one of those kiss and tell kind of people. Right. Oh. So I have a question. Where did this okay. come from? I've seen it on the internet, but I have no idea where it came from. Okay, so it came from the Harley Quinn animated series. Okay. Um. On is it Comedy Central? No. 
what, no, what is uh sure. do you know what actually i don't I, I don't think we have it like because i can't get it in our like the i was about to say show. wasn't it usually like the dc channel i was to say was it the dc thing? streaming service oh i think is it was it? yeah sure okay. sorry yes you're right show premiered on dc universe to critical success uh in november so it must be on hbo max uh, yep Sounds about right. Yeah, it's moved to HBO, HBO Max. Anyway, so in this, obviously this is an adult cartoon. Um, and there's quite a lot of adult jokes that are made in this, especially like sexually explicit jokes. And there was a scene in which they had um, written Batman going down on Catwoman, like in a sex scene. And DC mm-hmm. were like, mm, nope, nope, nope. You can't do that. And the idea was that it's because you can't have... Um, their hero they said heroes don't do that mm. and the animated series guys were like mm, yeah they do um <laughs> <laughs> their statement actually let me get let me get this up because i have written up this recently mm. their statement said it had to do with toy sales um so so like no one's taking their batman and catwoman toys and <laughs> right <laughs> Even though you know somebody is, <laughs> you know regardless. some. Drew's definitely doing that. Like, I mean, Drew's doing I mean, it at home with Miles. Yeah, at home. I he mean, just stations them like <laughs> in weird positions every I mean, morning, so they wake up. It's kind of funny place. too, because like if you see the Killing Joke, they added a scene where Batman had sex with Batwoman on the that's rooftops. right on the rooftop, right? And she got yeah. like she got topless and everything. Exactly. Like, that's like it makes no sense. The reason. It's yeah, bogus. their reasoning makes no sense. And it had to do with, like, Conolingus especially, right? They were just like, no, heroes don't do that. Right. You can have sex with Batwoman on top of a rooftop. But well, Conolingus is like a big no-no. Um, and you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. So it, it was in the third season of Harley. Um, this is the just Justin Halpern, who's a co-creator and executive producer of the show. Um, they said, in, this, in the third season, we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman. And DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. So we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? And they said, no, it's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a Batman toy if it's also going down on someone. Wait, they're, so they're going to sell what, like in the in the blister pack? They're going to have eh, Catman yeah. and Batman <laughs> combo We kit. can't sell that. Right? Um, you this... can sell that. For, I, I will tell you, you can definitely sell that. Batman with tongue flicking action. I mean, they sold the G.I. Joes with the Kung Fu grip for crying out loud. I mean, I don't understand. Like, you know, companies have sold like maternity Barbie. Yeah, right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's clearly not off limits, this whole like uh, thing. But it, it just makes no sense to me that they wouldn't allow this kind of stuff on a on an adult show. Like it's an adult cartoon. And their reasoning was, no, we can't sell toys for it. Excuse me. Excuse me, but if the adults are watching the show, they're gonna want the fucking toys anyway. Because, oh, they're I mean, gonna—they're Batman toys. They're gonna are cool. jump on that. <laughs> yeah, and they're gonna jump on this opportunity anyway. And it doesn't like—I—the I, worst thing about this is it just seems like DC are insinuating that this somehow degrades Batman. Like it somehow is a bad point for Batman. You're like, what? Who are who Since has been when? speaking to DJ Khaled? Like. No, <laughs> people can go down on other people and not be bad people. They're just heroes. All heroes do this. DC, you are a hero you if you yourself. do this. Absolutely, I think we're all heroes. Right? Honestly. Yeah, women and men alike. And since when does DC 
stop bad Batman products from being made because we have lots of bad Batman as well as good, but still bad. <laughs> like, yeah, the, I think the thing is like, I don't think they would have made like Batman toys in compromising positions, but it's more that they thought that they couldn't sell Batman toys after he would be seen to do this sex act. Mm. Well, once again, the thing I would ask would have to ask is like, okay, if it's the kids that are going to, you know, cause it's always, Oh, we got to protect the children kind of thing right. going on. Who's who's sitting up with their kid to watch this adult version anyway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who is what? Like this show is a rated 18, I believe. Um, yeah. If not, maybe a rate of 15s, but like, it's not going to stop toy sales. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. People who have the toys are already doing this with the toys anyways. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. And, with, and with kids these days anyway, you know, it'd be like sitting there. It's like, oh, little Timmy, you can't see that. And it's like, what? He's just going down on her dad. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's just doing his hero's duty, dad. <laughs> duty. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I think that could have been just like used as an educational point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like son, let me show you. But we're gonna learn a lesson from Batman. Batman does it, you know, when he's you having like know. a talk with like their kids and everything. And they're like, Bat- "Ew, Bat- that's gross." And he's like, "No, kids, Batman does it." Right? Batman they're comes like, on screen oh. like Smokey the Bear and says, <laughs> "You, you can do it too." There should be a Batman instructional video. And then cut towards the Starship Troopers. I'm doing my part. (laughs) (laughs) You do yours. Here are the things you need to keep in your utility belt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please, yes. Please, yes. Uh, So that was some interesting news that we got this week um, that seemed to go viral over on Twitter and all sorts of social media because woof what a statement dc <laughs> i don't i still don't know if they actually did just write that into the show or if they had to like obey with producers and like dc i guess statement where they had to be like no you can't do that like did they write it in did anybody does anybody know if anybody knows please comment yeah let, let us me know. know if that happened because we need to see it i'm pretty sure ash <laughs> would know he yeah. probably does <laughs> ash if you're listening could you comment thank you and <laughs> just let <laughs> me know if this happened thanks um, but yeah so other than that kind of thing um that also led apparently to a petition online for this scene so if it has gone ahead like if they've already made the scene then cool but if not there is a petition online to get the scene made and the petition is called let the bat eat the cat <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually a petition out there you can go inside it to let the bat eat the cat um it makes total sense Perfect. it rhymes it's a pun i go for it Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. I'm going to sign. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a supporter of Batman and all heroes going down on <laughs> females. And all and heroes. The female yes. heroes as well. Heroines, I should say. Heroines. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that was, that was a, bit of fun, a bit of fun news. But other than that, we did get a lot of um, interesting announcements, obviously, at E3 um, a couple of weeks ago, and we did mm. speak briefly about that last week on the podcast, but one of them was um, Halo Infinite. It was kind of like a big announcement regarding the multiplayer trailer, and we saw a lot of cool things, and um, it led to this week's trailer talk, and then we also did a an episode on Retro Replay for Halo All Combat Evolved. All the Halo! Mm-hmm. Um, so did anybody catch trailer talk this week? Maybe. <gasps> yeah, Who did I was, homework? I was yeah. on and off during work. Oh, oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It seems to have ca- caught you at a bad time. 
be honest. I, I didn't memorize it because I was a little too busy actually watching the, like I, I got enra- enraptured with the, uh, the grappling hook. I mm. thought that was pretty dope. I was like, okay, I'm looking forward to this game even more now. I had already watched that trailer probably four or five times before the trailer talk ever came out. So. The grappling hook seemed to grab quite a lot of people, and like mm. pun intended, but like it totally did. Everybody seemed to be very excited about that feature. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm presuming this is a brand new feature to Halo, is it? Yes, it is. Ah. Yeah. Halo's cool. never had a grappling hook before, and I think if you look at that trailer closely, you also see other devices like the grappling hook, and it makes me think the grappling hook is an option. You have to choose which power you want. You're oh, not kind of like, have oh, a kind of like reach, kind of, so yeah. Because where, if you, where you could at... enhance armor mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because uh... if you watch that trailer closely, you'll see other parts where the Spartans are doing different moves, but they don't have the grappling hook on their arm. Like okay. they, like the drop shield and the um, somebody had like a reflector shield. There was a bit where one of the guys was getting shot at by a plasma pistol and he popped up this little shield real quick and it bounced the plasma shot back at the other guy and he switched oh. to his br and one shot at him so i was like nice. okay, i think that's a whole separate armor ability okay Ooh, okay i i see i don't know much about this i don't know I, much about the i and i know halo well we got josh and who's here for a reason because i know that's what i was halo gonna say enthusiast. i was like i'm super uneducated in the world of halo so thank god i have three of the best halo experts <laughs> with me today <laughs> world-renowned halo experts um Yes, oh, they know. Yeah. All that, that's about. a good book. Yeah. This is a great book, and it also has all the origin of John 117, uh, Master Chief. So, this is really cool. Very so, nice. I presume the game came before the books? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And so, the, like, how many books are there? Do we know? Actually, I, I think there was 16. I think there's a lot more now. Wow. I've I only was, read I like up four today. of them, maybe. 16. <laughs> was it? Okay. <laughs> But you've played all the games and you have really cool toys, Hoot. So we're mm-hmm. going to let you slide with this one. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't read all the books either. And I do keep up on the lore as much as I can. So, yeah. yeah oh, okay. I, I read most of the Eric Newland's books. Yes, he mm-hmm. did. Reach, yeah. Yeah, he did this one. So I did. I read most of his books. This was the yeah. first uh, licensed Halo book. And it's a prequel to the original game. And it's the story of how Master Chief came to be Master Chief, essentially. It's really cool. It's great. <laughs> I don't think I've ever read a book sur- like surrounding a video game. Really? Like I love video before. game books. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I've just mm-hmm. never, I don't think I've just ever been experienced it. And um, I was saying this before we were recording, myself and Maria, um, who again, a friend of the show, um, have didn't really grow up on Xbox. And I just feel like after watching um, the Xbox and Bethesda E3, and just all the stuff now with Halo Infinite and this hype around it, I'm just kind of like, wow, I have serious FOMO. Like, I've <laughs> missed out on all of this stuff. Yeah, you said last um, week, you're like, now I have to go back and play, like, all Xbox games. Yeah, like, all Xbox games ever, but we're going to start with Halo. Um, I mean, the beauty is, on Xbox, you can do that easily, because you have, like, the Master Chief Collection, which is playable mm-hmm. on all Xboxes and PC. You can play every Halo game up to five. Yeah. <laughs> like, now... Uh, does that include ODST? ODST and Reach are available through the Master Chief Collection, but they're add-ons. You have okay. to either buy them, or if you have Game Pass, it's included. Okay. What about Halo Wars? Halo Wars oh. is separate, but it's also on Game Pass. Okay. Because the okay. Master Chief Collection is every game Master Chief-centric. 
mm-hmm. like Master Chief Collection. That's why ODST and Reach are add-ons. Right. So yeah. what is the difference then between ODST, Reach, and Halo Wars? Did you like is Master Chief just not in them? Are they spin-off games? Like Both. semi-spin-off? <laughs> yeah. Um ODST is uh I want to say the gameplay, the story of the game is runs in parallel to Halo uh, three. Yeah. But you're playing as a human soldier, not as a super soldier. It's the first time in the series where they actually take you out of master chief and put you into the boots of actual Marines who are experiencing the events of the game. Yeah. Yeah, And And Halo. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was about to say, it's pretty much the joke with half the voice actors are Firefly members. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Which uh, pays tribute to, we just found out this week about how like uh, Marissa knows Nathan and he was like, I love Halo. I want to be a part of Halo. And that's how he he went to Bungie and said, I want to be in whatever you're working on next. Yeah. yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. Now we got half the cast of Firefly in ODST. Yeah, Alan Tudyk, Adam Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Nathan. And do you guys like have a favorite game from that or like are you just general fans of the franchise? I'm a general fan of the franchise, but I'd have to say ODST is probably my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. if I had to pick a baby, that would be the baby because it's it's just a lot of fun and all dark and creepy and kind of, you know, more. It's yeah. more sneak. It's more sneaking around and being tactical than just using your shield to tank everything until you yeah. kill them all. ODST oh. definitely has a different vibe because you're not a super soldier essentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know this. Oh, are you still so are you still facing enemies that are like familiar to you from the games? Yeah, and it and it adds a little more to the lore of the story too. Just um, as far because it's it's kind of like the setup for the game is is you're a five member team getting dropped in during the events of Halo Three, and you get separated, and so you get to play the story through each character's eyes. Like they they get separated for a day. Cool you have to play and you get, you know, so, so you get to see, it's like a mystery kind of thing. You have to find clues that lead you to the next person's story. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun that way, as opposed to just being a, you know, plow through, kill everything and you're done kind of a way. So. Mm-hmm. Fair. Dan, uh, Josh, what about you guys? Do you guys have like favorite games? Oh yeah. So I loved Halo Reach. That's probably the favorite one of the whole series for me. That one's really good. Okay. Uh, basically, it takes place before the very first game. And right. one of the cool story aspects is you play a random Spartan, which you can customize as an armor, and it shows it in the in-game movies of your customized armor, which oh. I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the story says about this character, he actually rivals to the Master Chief, which I find interesting because you don't see that in any of the games, including five. Master mm. Chief is still the number one guy. Hmm. Do you think like would you like to see more from that character? I don't. I sorry, I don't know what their names are. Like, do you think you like to see more of that character in so, maybe Halo Infinite or? I don't in, see that in coming back, but yeah, oh, really? it, it reached no. I mean, I can spoil <laughs> it, but uh, I, I would like to see uh, like a character that could rival him. But I see. I compared see. to the books. There was one person in the books that could. In the video games, yeah. I would say uh, 343 Studios might try to say Spartan Locke would be a rival, but... Yeah. 
Mm. Uh, so like Lock Master Chief's me. number one guy. Oh yeah. The way how oh, Halo oh, yeah. Five happened. Oh, yeah. yeah, no. <laughs> um, uh, what about you, Dan? I'm a l- closer to like who on this, where I'm just like a general fan of the entire series, and I truly love every game in the series. But mm-hmm. Halo One has a sweet spot for me because of it was the first game of the series I played. It was the first Xbox game I bought. I bought an Xbox because of Halo. Literally walked into a store, saw that artwork of Halo with the Master Chief on the cover. It went, I don't know what that is, but that looks incredible. And I think, okay, this is an Xbox game. I'm going to have to buy an Xbox. And I walked out of the store that day with an Xbox, with Halo, went home and started playing it with a buddy. And it was like... All right, money bags. (laughs) I, put, I had like, just I had I just got a fat paycheck from my, my part-time job at the time and, and I was like to wrap it up and bring it to the car. I was literally like, how am I gonna spend this whopping like three hundred and fifty dollar paycheck? Woohoo. Oh, okay. It's all the money I have as a fifteen year old. How can I burn it? And I <laughs> went home with way. Halo and yeah. look at you now, you have two Xboxes now. I do. Oh, that's a good way. He's living the dream. Fifteen year old Dan would be super impressed. Yeah, fifteen year old me looking forward would be like, dude, the fuck. <laughs> I feel like if fifteen year old you walked into your room right now and saw all of your like really cool shit, they might like have a bit of a meltdown. <laughs> but like, oh my god, so he, cool. He might have a meltdown and then he might start going, "Where's this? Where's this? Where's this?" The things that fifteen year old me had that doesn't have anymore, and I'd be like, "Sorry." Oh my god, <laughs> sorry, Much bro. Sad. Much uh, but going back to the yeah, halo sorry. and the whole series and like the f- original is still a special place to me i get chills still when i hear the halo music and oh uh, yes going back yeah. to that trailer talk I, I was listening to the conversation i was really happy that uh drew and pj pj especially just had so much great like background and insight into halo and i never always knew has great background insight to everything let's be fair but yes true i totally but, agree totally on. agree i never would yeah, have packed no. in for like a big halo player and bam what do you know like him and his wife both playing halo with nathan fillion and alan tudyk and had halo nights just like i used to do as a kid we'd have halo nights and i <laughs> so listen to that i with trailer talk i expect certain things and a lot of times it's like okay they're going to talk about the trailer for like five seconds and then you all just tangent off into nothingness (laughs) and it was literally like obviously it was a live episode it was like hey we want people to come in and talk and i was hanging out and i was listening but i was still kind of doing stuff and it was like this is actually a pretty solid conversation they're having i'm really much wanting to you know share my opinion and perspective so that's when i got in on the riverside end of it and i was like i i want to talk and one of the things I was going to say was when I watched that trailer for Infinite, they're in the cinematic cutscene for the the campaign, like instant goosebumps, chills and tears, just like, <gasps> like, it just hit all of those chords. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, yeah. that music when that when that chorus kicks in and just that. yes and anyone out there who hasn't looked at halo before at a closer level than just it's a shooter i don't play shooters you're wrong (laughs) and you're missing out (laughs) on one of the best effing stories in video game history it is it is really good the 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 way they've carried the story over into each of the iterations after that you know every version that's come Mm -hmm. out since then is the expanded 
not just you know the play abilities like i, I like uh with uh guardians i really liked the ability to co- you know command your crew you know be able to assign people to do things you know just other you know they, they add new d- dynamics to the game but they also add to the story and the lore that you're playing so it really does kind of feel like playing a movie sometimes mm-hmm. you guys expect, me. um like more from that kind of thing like with halo infinite like is there other than like the grapple gun and stuff like that, is there stuff that you're already excited about for this new game coming out just to Including see the multiplayer you know yeah, just to see how the story progresses, honestly. Just to see what the next step is. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Well, the way how 5 ended, I was like, oh, stuff's getting fucking serious. Yeah. <laughs> On how Whoa. things happen. It was like, they, I, yeah. I kind of want to know like how this is going to go out. They definitely went out on a cliffhanger with that one. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm, most of the time they usually end with some sort of a, you know, oh, well, we got that done. Now on to the next adventure. And then, you know, you wait a year or two, the game comes out, you yeah. play the next adventure. That one ended on like a, oh, shit. Like, what's <laughs> what do we next? do now? Oh, okay. So this has <laughs> kind of like been highly anticipated for a long time. Oh, yeah. Halo is actually synonymous with like these huge cliffhanger endings where you're just like, what the hell happens next? Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah. Halo 2 and Halo 3 especially end on cliffhangers that you're just kind of like, where is this going? And you have to wait for the next game to come out before you mm. find out. That's kind but, of fun, though. Oh, yeah. I enjoy that kind of, like, or, attention, anticipation. <laughs> yeah, Or wait for that book to come out that, you know, that too. bridges the oh, gap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah like, mm-hmm. uh, First Strike, that book, would, that took place, like, between one and End of one between two. Yeah. Or before two. Yeah. Because the way that the first one ended, he escaped the ring in a like a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. And then like how the hell did he make it back to Earth at part two? Well you had to read the book. <laughs> oh, okay. So it kind of gives like it fills in the gap stories, I presume. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, that a lot of the a lot of the the additional lore the additional books and stuff do that they they bridge the gap between games or give you more backstory on a character that you're going to meet in an upcoming game yeah i love that that, that kind of thing that's like that stuff really does blow my mind because like i said i haven't been able to or haven't been i guess i don't know if that's interested or just like um around or exposed to like books around the set like the lore of video games that i'm like oh yeah let me pick that up um i used to read like a lot of like fiction and stuff but nothing around a video game because all the video games that i play predominantly on playstation wouldn't really have like kind of stuff like uncharted for example um i was a big like uncharted player so i was like oh, blah, blah, blah. um that's cool nerd, i have like... such fomo <laughs> like i have such fomo talking to you all about halo because like i can see dan's nerdy shit in the background and like it's like clearly a big thing for xbox players and like, i can tell you whole stories toys? behind like this halo 3 helmet and like how important Halo Three was to me in my life, like it, it's I I was talking to Brandy about this too because Brandy started playing Halo with me and she's getting enraptured in the series. She loves it now. She, she we've only played through the first game and a half or so so far, but she's already taken with it, and she she feels how passionate I get about Halo and what it means to me. And watching the trailer for halo infinite the story trailer and the multiplayer it brings all of that to the surface 
Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons I get so emotional because it's like, ha, oh, like it just makes me realize just how important the series has been to me for such a long period of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially going back to that multiplayer trailer, the end of that trailer, when they show the dude get into the Banshee and fly away and he lands into the base and he grabs the flag and you hear yes. the announcer and then you get that just the right hit of the beat of the original halo theme mixed into the new song that they were using in the trailer. And it's just like goosebumps literally now, as I'm describing it, like filling my body. And then it's just like, this is what it was like. Oh my God. Like the excitement and the energy of like getting with your friends and hopping in a warthog and getting that flag and like, let's go mm-hmm. and making that charge. And mm-hmm. the magic of halo multiplayer just cannot be understated. So did you guys then like have this kind of um was it really special for you then to see I guess Marisa and Nolan play Halo Combat Evolved on the show then in like a multiplayer because they were mm. well PvP I guess I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um like how did you guys feel like when you saw that episode? I thought it was hilarious. I mean, cuz it <laughs> it very much reminded me of what my experience with Halo started as was uh, mm. Cause I didn't have, uh, I didn't get a, like, I think my newest system was uh, the first PlayStation, but I didn't get the Xbox until Halo. Well, I mean, Halo launched with the Xbox and, um, uh, I used to go to these, this friend's house, like literally every weekend, our whole crew would get together and we would just take turns whipping each other's butts in Halo <laughs> yep. or getting my ass handed to me a lot in Halo <laughs> would probably be more I mean. like it. But, uh, and, and so everybody's just hanging around. We're ordering pizzas. We're drinking beers. We're, we're just ragging on each other. And it was just hours after hours of just, okay, who's next and just having a good time and just laughing at each other. And it was great. It was, it was a lot of community involved with that as much as that sounds silly, but it's just a, yeah, just this game, this crew all gets together and just spends a weekend trouncing each other and having a good time. And uh, so it it felt like sitting in the room with my old friends, (laughs) like (laughs) watching them goof off while playing Halo. It, uh, it, it had a lot of familiarity to it. It was good. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I remember like back in Okinawa, Japan, when I was still like a early teenager, like there's this place called the Teen Center, which is like the YMCA in America, where a bunch of kids just hang out and play video games. And we have like a huge LAN party with Halo playing the best multiplayer level called Blood Gulch, <laughs> which like super classic for most of Halo. We just play Capture Blood the Flag. What's that? Yeah. Do we Can need to explain, explain Blood Gulch? What that is, because I'm like, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, kind of like, uh-huh. so Blood Gulch <laughs> is like a, a giant canyon, and each side of the canyon, you get like a base, blue base and red base. Okay. And sometimes there's vehicles around it, like tanks, warthogs, that looks like a puma, mm-hmm. you know, in my opinion. Cool. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just try to drive up to the other person's base and just capture the flag. Okay. Yeah, Blood Gulch is probably one of the best multiplayer maps that was featured in the original Halo. Is the biggest map, I believe. Oh yeah, I would say that's the biggest map of the first Halo. Yeah, and it had it, was, it can offer a little of everything for all players. Yeah, it was the one where you could actually use a sniper's rifle to some real good effect. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because you could see all the way for if you were in the right place, you yeah, could a see clear line from, of sight all the way to the other end of the screen. So 
or all the way to the end of the, the playing field, essentially. So, mm-hmm. you know, you're standing there and sometimes it's just your buddy drops dead <laughs> you know, or sometimes it's, yeah. you know, that thing cracks by your head and you just start running like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? <laughs> or you're getting chased down and your buddy sniped the dude behind you. Oh, yeah. Good save, man. Good save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I presume this kind of level then like when you're capturing the flag, you would have multiple people on your side and you're playing with other people online. No, so, online, or how does that not work? in the original Halo? Not in the original. Not in the original. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like with me being with the Teen Center, they had like three Xboxes. Uh huh. So system, <laughs> system Link. System <laughs> Link. Each mm-hmm. one. So you have like what sixteen players? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah, it was definitely a battle royale. Yeah. I, what, I, cool. I don't remember, but what what was the biggest? Was it four per? console that you could do yeah i think split so screen, yeah yeah you could do in four players screen. split screen on each console yeah so and you were all in the one map yeah mm-hmm. that's cool <laughs> I, that, I, that was like a huge advantage over playstation that's cool oh yeah xbox the console had a built-in ethernet port before the playstation even considered it and then uh xbox started xbox live but halo yeah had multiplayer baked into it but it wasn't online enabled so that's why you had to do the system link so you could do what they're talking about where you would get multiple systems and i used to do this i would go to a friend's house they had this game room in the attic and they had two tvs on one side of the room and two tvs on the other side of the room and they had couches facing back to back from each other and we would do two people on one screen two people on the other screen they'd be a team and then the two on the back side would be another team so it'd be those four versus that four Mm. And we do the full 4v4, you know. Was there a lot yeah. of like looking over your shoulder at other people? Oh, heck screens? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hinted at, I so I, see that happening. I hinted at that in the trailer talk when I came on and got to talk um, mm-hmm. for that. And I was talking about how me and my friends would do that and be like, don't you be screen sniping, you mother. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, of like, course, I, the energy. Sorry, sorry I just, the last thing the energy mm-hmm. in a multiplayer session in a room together. Is so much more intense than if you're playing online, mm-hmm. especially because like if you're in the room with your team plus the enemy team, and if you happen to like get a good rocket launch and you blow up a bunch of dudes, everyone explodes like ah, oh. yeah, in real time, yeah, in, in real, real place. Time, everyone it's like has watching a, good reaction. I think a that's sports nice. ball game, right? A sports ball. There's <laughs> that, a, there's a ball me, involved. That's, that's offensive to me. Just just a little bit. What's that? Yeah, something, something sports you, ball, something. What's something the, what are you stealing? <laughs> Beer. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, <laughs> I see. I see. Um, no, but shout out to um, Dan for coming on the show. We also had Stephanie uh, join yes. us as well on the show um, in Riverside. If you're a member of Retro Replay, um, you can, or if you're if you're not a member, you can go ahead and sign up. It's in the membership tab on the Retro Replay sh- Show um, YouTube channel. Um, it's a special feature that we're going to be introducing to live shows where um, members can actually join in on the conversation with us live with Nolan, with the crew and everything to share their opinions, just like Dan and Stephanie did on the show. So um, yeah, if you guys are interested in that, check out the membership tab, um, feel free to join. The link will always be posted in the community tab for members only before we go live with an episode of train the talk. We're not always going to go live. It's not always going to be a live show, but whenever we do, we do want to open that door up for replayers um, and supporting members of the show to come on in and give us their opinion so yeah shout out for you to using that feature yeah and for uh for coming on the show and talking about halo and your love for halo and that was oh my really god cool. it was super fun and for anyone interested i will say it was actually quite easy to do 
Oh, like, great. Yes. To get in on Riverside and kind of hang out in there. You're watching everybody kind of live like you would on YouTube. And then if you want to partake, you can just put in like, here's my name. This is what I want to talk about or put a question in there. It's like Steph had a question, which I actually wanted to throw you to you guys. Steph asked, yeah. did you ever think that uh, Halo multiplayer felt unbalanced or unfair? And she asked that to Drew and PJ kind of. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what you guys thought on that because I definitely don't agree with that. And I've talked to Steph about that a little afterwards. <laughs> oh, okay. Only when I was getting my ass handed to me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because then you're like, <laughs> Josh's line that I know him for now is, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that was, uh, that, to me, yes, there were those times where I felt like it was totally unfair. And the reason it was totally unfair was because the people that I was playing against had had like, you know, eight hours of uninterrupted gameplay for five days straight. And I just walked in from the weekend. Uh-huh. Yep. So they were just so much better than me. <laughs> that is 100% truth because <laughs> Halo is such a skill based game. Yeah. It, it was never about who had the better gun or who had the better. It was all about who knew how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I mean, so technical side. No, the game itself is balanced in my opinion. It's just the skills. Mm-hmm. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Dan loves to kill me, even though I'm on his team. So is I actually do have that, a question, then like a follow-up question on this, then. Um, are you, um, you're playing with other people online, right? Like, it's not just friends that you're talking about that are, like, whooping your butt. It's, like, people who are actually online who've uh, just been, had the access to the game for a long time. Which, um, which version was it that actually you could actually play against other people online the first time two two introduced it two Two introduced the xbox live online matchmaking and then three started ranking like three had ranks okay that's what i was going to ask you my next question was did you have ranks because i presume if you're paired with people who are the same rank as you then you should both be equally skilled in Mm -hmm. the game Um, yeah halo's always been really good about that and xbox plus bungie and their development of halo created the architecture for online matchmaking that we use now like everyone else has basically copied and pasted that same architecture and then i'll bring my point in from what i made with trailer talk and you guys are more than welcome to come in on this then i find that online multiplayer games are always somewhat unfair in a way because people who have higher ranks do just create new profiles and start again and um what we're calling smurfing right we'll call smurfs dan i've done done that before (laughs) you jerk (laughs) you ruined the player experience for all of us newbies okay it's so Um, fun though i know but it's awful so i just wanted to see your opinion on it i was actually going to ask if you've ever done it clearly dan has um but how do you feel about that because obviously you're introducing a ranking system in three must have been cool but then i would presume at that time if that was only just introduced or created the architecture for that that it probably wasn't being abused as much as that kind of shit is abused today what do you think about that kind of thing hmm i don't know i haven't played halo online against other people that much in like the last couple of years i've been more of a destiny player okay and Destiny, they tend, great. yeah, they do tend to do the matchmaking a little bit but because you can select so many different weapons and there's so much more. So I think they do kind of nerf things to keep everybody on a close to an even playing field. But when I was playing on Halo more, um, I know I definitely saw people who were doing that, were cherry picking, like they were coming in and punching above their, you know, or punching down, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, coming in and there. 
but I never did it myself just because to me, there's no, there's, I, I, I'm not there just to see who I, how many matches I can win just because I'm better. I know I'm overranked or whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, so I never really did that, but. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not saying s- the people who do are bad, bad, haven't done bad, in a long horrible. time. No, they are. They are horrible people who. <laughs> <laughs> I only did in Halo Three. Okay, I well, think. Okay, thank you. Off. That thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I never really played the ranked match of Halo because I knew for a fact I was going to get my ass handed to. <laughs> okay. Uh, but no, I mean, I don't think it bothers me at all if some Yahoo just makes a new profile. It's like, oh, I can beat up the noobs. Yay. I don't care if you said that's the case. I would have quit Rainbow Six a long time ago because <laughs> I get nothing but destroyed in that mm-hmm. online game. But with Halo, I mean, I just pretty much go out and hang out with friends, let Dan, you know, do some bullshit moves on me. But you, you know. think I hack everything we play <laughs> you together? Do, you do. So. Yeah, you're a hacker. It, it makes no sense how you win. <laughs> it makes no sense how you win, Dan. I can make sense out of it. You're not going to like the answer, though. Yeah, you cheated. Salt. <laughs> This is where you come for the tea, folks. Dot slash hack. That's what you did. I don't know how to hack an Xbox. Sure, Dan. Mm. That's sus. I'm so sure you did. Yeah, I've never made a new profile before. That's not hacking. But no. That's smurfing and it's Everything you do is sus, Dan. No, I'm not sus because I'm the one that did it every Mm. time. I'm just saying that even the chickens on your shirt don't trust you. Even right. the chickens on your shirt don't These trust you. These are cuckoos, you. excuse me. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> oh For our visual God. listeners, I'm wearing a Zelda themed shirt. With For the visual listeners, I love how that can become a thing now. <laughs> so, so, what you're saying, Dan, is that you are not the suspect. You are, in fact, the perp. Exactly. Yeah. Every okay. time. I want to say um, that like I was just playing a little bit of Halo Master Chief online the other day too and I went into a game of Halo 4 which I haven't played Halo 4 in a good while and that has the full matchmaking ranking everything's enabled I'm using my main profile and I got against a group of people who were just really bad so I don't know if it was like their first time playing and there's not a lot of people on the servers but I kind of dominated and destroyed a bunch of people I was like well that was cool I had fun with that. <laughs> Well, so I think it probably is a lot of people coming into that server for the first time now with all the yeah, hype. Especially, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just got back playing Halo last week where Dan said, hey, let's play this. Like, you know what? Yeah, it's been, cool. it's been a hot minute. Even though I didn't yeah. like the 256 gig download. <laughs> it's quite large. No. Yeah, for, for the Master Chief collection. 256 gigabytes? Yeah, but it's you like got to think of it. You're I getting think. like five games in one okay yeah that's true. so you, you got to think of it yeah. that way and they've all been optimized for the xbox series Correct. x and they okay. all work in real time online multiplayer for halo one two three four odst reach they mm-hmm. all work like that's a huge achievement yeah we had to um like there was an opportunity to get a new xbox the next generation console right and i was like okay cool but we didn't know if we we're going to get a series x or series s and then adam said like they have a couple of series x in um in dublin and like a friend of mine could probably put one aside for us if you want it and i was like oh, yeah it's so spicy hmm. and also um maybe maybe we should just go with the series s because i'm thinking like it's smaller it's like kind of like portable so we could probably bring it anywhere if we if we need to travel and then I can always put it up here so I can have streaming set up. It's not going to take a big thing. So yeah, I'm okay with that. And Adam's like, 
yeah do you know how much storage comes in the series s and how much storage comes in the series x and then he told me and i was like right we can't get series s because <laughs> if you're gonna download games like 256 gigabytes that's like half your freaking um memory on a series s so i'm like okay well can't do that then um but yeah interesting interesting i did want to throw a shout out to this week's um guest on the show marisa oh yeah marisa oh yeah Greco, Greco, Greco. i don't know how to say her surname i'm gonna butcher it but um God damn. She was she awesome. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's a wanna, beautiful, powerful woman be who knows Marisa. how to lick crystals. Yeah, exactly. And I just wanted to throw out that she does have her own YouTube channel called Your Mystical Guide. It is available on YouTube and it's probably linked in their most recent episode as well. So feel free to go and have a look at that. It is all about energy healing and crystals and chakras, um, which I'm actually like moderately into. I'm not like this biggest, like I'm going to go sign up to all of this kind of like stuff. I'm just like mildly like oh this is interesting and cool and i'm fascinated by this but marisa this this had had to be probably like the dirtiest episode they've had in a while (laughs) and i was it was so unexpected and she's just like gorgeous and she's like glowing and she's like love and light and then she's like (laughs) making these kind of symbols i'm like she's like i haven't been in in a room full of men like this since and i was like no (laughs) (laughs) no I, um, I want to shout her out too as far as I love her victory phrase from Halo when she talked about like anytime she won or beat somebody and she said, bitch, give me some milk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is Don't that? know. But that's amazing. And again, I want to say, Marissa, I, it was great chatting with you in the live chat in the episode. If you happen to listen to this, um, I, I wanted to feel, I feel bad because in the live chat, I was like, Marissa, you need to be using the pistol. And she was like, <laughs> I know, but I couldn't. And then I saw in the episode, I actually heard her say, I need my pistol. This sucks. Uh, and I was like, okay, Drew might've set like game settings where they can only use the assault rifle to make it a little bit more fair for Nolan. And I was like, yeah. all right, true, true. But she was calling deaths and stuff like that as well. She's like, I'm just going to like center my energy before I kill you and then literally <laughs> just did that. And I was like, that is unreal. It was really good. Yeah, I um, thought that was going to be an upset because no one was actually doing good for like the first three minutes. Really yeah. into those games. I th- like, like that was just Marisa warming up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so maybe, maybe she, was just, she was just finding her groove and then yeah. uh... nailed it. <laughs> that and all uh, the dick jokes yeah all the dick jokes teabagging dick jokes Gosh, you know, back in my day you didn't have to tell all those kind of dick jokes just, uh, <laughs> that was not something you'd ever talk about you're playing a video game you just teabag them and get on with your day get all those balls in the face <laughs> right yeah yeah like you know get that semen face cream the semen face cream oh man <laughs> Don't forget the protein shake. Genius. Don't oh, forget the protein man. shake because you hadn't been sick in three years. I haven't really been that sick in three years either, but <laughs> yeah. Jesus, I don't go that far. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, yeah, and shout out, of course, to Emma, uh, Emma Jane Robinson, who actually submitted that topics and tangents story. And if you oh, guys yeah. have come across an, a story that you think, this is hilarious, this needs to be on the show, please send it to members at retrorefishow.com or tag us online um, uh, on Twitter or like put it in the Facebook group, wherever we can. And we'll try and find that story for you and put it in the show and get you shout out because that mm. was such a great story. And I totally would have missed it. I didn't see that story come up. 
Um, and Emma hadn't read the article. She had just read the title and was mm. like, no, no one's going to love this. So when they were reading the story, like that story wrote itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emma was like, I did not know this is where <laughs> that was going. I just thought the title was funny. Um, so that was cool. Um, I will leave you with this before we do like um, uh, your social shout outs and everything. I will leave you with this. Halo franchise is supposed to be or is considered widely as one of the greatest video game video game franchises of all time do you agree or disagree and would you say it's the best i don't know if you're going to get any disagreement on this panel but would you say would you say the halo franchise is the best video game of all time so or video game franchise of all time it's pretty much what we call what do we say like it's the best so, like franchise, like best selling, best story, best gameplay. That that's well, it's really definitely hard not to... the best selling, right? We've we before we recording, we checked this out. It was eighty six million copies of the Halo franchise has been sold, um, and two hundred million of Minecraft have been sold. So we know that Minecraft is obviously the best selling game currently of all time. You're asking more um, of like personal opinion, right? I'm asking, yeah, more of a, like your personal experience, where there's like people online who are obviously diehard halo fans and they've considered this as the best video game franchise of all time Mm. and i'm wondering how does that compete with you or how does it stack with you because for me obviously i've never played it but my choice would probably be uncharted adam's choice would be metal gear so i'm wondering how does this like stack up with you guys what do you think if you had to do a numbers game for me and if i could like take all of my time spent played halo over every other game i've ever played I would say it's safe to say Halo is probably my number one game spent like time-wise in one okay. franchise. So that alone, I would say, is an answer. Is a yes from you? Yeah. Okay. okay. I I would have to say, like, I mean, just based on all the toys that I've... All the, <laughs> Your cool toys! This one, I got this one last week. Like, this is a new one that came out, and just it's a mega blocks thing. So, Mm. you know, you get to build it yourself. You know, it's just all the rest of, I mean, between all that and the lore and the the waiting for the next game to come out, I'd say, yeah, I'd say, yeah. I mean, my next second favorite would probably be like Destiny, and Destiny is essentially the spiritual successor to Halo. So, I mean, you know, they're all, it's, almost interwoven almost and but but halo definitely is is the one that i'm gonna come back to every time a new one comes out unless they just really skunk one somehow you know like i'm actually really hopeful i was gonna say this before i think infinite is where 343 studios is finally kind of finding their footing at least from what it looks like because you know for anyone who doesn't know bungie created the original halo and every Mm -hmm. halo um, except for wars leading up to reach reach was the last game bungie did and that's when they were like we want to do something different um they that's where they were doing destiny like they were starting to develop and build destiny and microsoft was like okay well we still want halo so they started 343 studios a company develop uh, dedicated to halo mm-hmm. and then four and five came out and they're great games but they're not as fan loved as the originals so I think this is a good sign with Infinite that's like they're starting to capture that bungee magic. Okay. Okay. So with my answer, I mean, on a consistency level of how each game is doing better than the last, and it's been fun story-wise and 
multiplayer? I'm going to say yeah. Uh, the only other franchise that I can say that's consistent-wise is Devil May Cry for me. Mm. Wow. Okay, these are really strong things. <laughs> I really thought that you would come out with, nah, you know what, it, it is Metal Gear, or no... I kind of like Final Fantasy, but you guys are all like, I'm asking the wrong audience here. If you are listening and this you have a favorite audience. video game franchise well, of all time, or if well, you agree I, that Halo is the best, let us know. I'm also kind of compartmentalized too, though. Like, I mean, for Halo, like Halo was the first first person shooter. Well, no, the very first first person shooter I ever played would have been Goldeneye. Okay. I think yeah. on the old mm. N64, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Was yeah. That Goldeneye? Yep. And I never played Doom really but so halo would have been my first real introduction to the whole idea of a first person shooter in the modern era kind of a thing you know Mm -hmm. um otherwise i play things like ace combat oh nice you know yeah um so it's such a different type of gameplay anyway um i was a big fan of assassin's creed and um strong contender and uh of the whole series there and um force unleashed you know the over the shoulder running around stuff Mm -hmm. but ultimately i keep going back the whole reason i play ace combat is because it's it's a first person shooter but you're flying a plane essentially yeah okay Mm -hmm. you know um so for me yeah halo is the one i'm always going to keep coming back to and so yeah that's why it's my number one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but destiny is a very close (laughs) second i love some Mm -hmm. destiny now destiny is fun (laughs) It's strong opinions, honestly, strong opinions. I think, like, I would, I would be very interested to hear what listeners um, have considered their greatest video game franchise of all time. Considering there's such a large population again, like, um, for Halo, like, in, you know, in support of Halo, and saying that definitely is. Um, there's also like a lot of other people for Metal Gear and Uncharted and Assassin's Creed. Oh, you know, say, so like I would I'm a love massive Metal more. Gear fan too. So of course, yeah. But I, so you think, I like, haven't put countless hours into Metal Gear like I have Halo. Fair. Yeah, fair. And I think like maybe it's just more playable in that in that sense, right? Like you have more options, whereas like Metal Gear is like your story based video game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. So you guys have an opinion. Let us know. I'm perfect. So. I will throw it out to your socials if that's okay. This is the moment that you can mm-hmm. promote your socials before we close the show. So, Hoot, where can people find you? Uh, Hoot uh, at Jefferson Owl on Twitter. Whoop. I don't do and much on Twitter, but you know when I do, it's, it's there. Uh, it's anybody, there. If anybody wants to tag you and say it's, yes, it's really <laughs> right there on in Twitter. Yeah, yeah. and um, <laughs> you can see all of our Twitter handles right below us if you're watching the video. Mm-hmm. But for those who aren't, <laughs> Josh. Yeah, uh, you can catch me on Twitter at, at CoolHandNeff with underscores between each letters. I've been dabbling on streaming lately on YouTube. Same call cool. handle, CoolHandNeff. Mm-hmm. What are you streaming lately? Uh, right, Mostly Stadia games. Yeah, cool. But Big I have been playing with uh, Daymare, which is Daymare. like originally a Resident Evil 2 fan remake turned off to its own new game. Cool. And you were playing Judgment recently too, right? Yeah, on Stadia. Judgment looks cool. I gotta try that. We might get you back for a Stadia discussion because, like, that would be really interesting. Because obviously, like Stadia and Game Pass and PlayStation Mm -hmm. still doesn't really have anything like that. I wrote an article for Retro Replay with a free giveaway. Yes, indeed. Um, Josh's article on Stadia is also still available on RetroReplayShow.com. If you guys want to have a read over that, the competition has ended, and you do have a winner. Am I right? I do. 
Um, but yeah, keep an eye on the website, guys, for more articles that are uh, similar and obviously more from Josh and uh, more from a lot of our contributors on the website. If you want a full mm-hmm. list, head over to the website and you can have a look. Um, Dan, where can people find you? Uh, of course, you can find me on Twitter at Stark E Vash, S D A R K Hawaii V A S H. And you can people find people are going to be like Googling how to, how to like, what's, what's the letter Hawaii? Hawaii. <laughs> I hope they find an image of Jim Carrey going, Hawaii. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all they want from anything. Anyways, uh, you will Probably. find me playing Halo tonight on Xbox at Sark Evil Vash. <laughs> That's, That's cool. definitely happening tonight. That's definitely hey, Dan, you want to play? Yeah, if you want to jump in. I'm going to be playing with my buddy who's got over 8,000 games played, over 110,000 kills in multiplayer. He's really good. Holy crap. Maybe I don't want to play. We'll be, we'll be <laughs> on his team. Brandon, we can be on his team. Just be prepared. He steals all your kills. So oh. I mean, as long as we're winning, I'll but, take yeah. the W. <laughs> I'm always the assist king when I play with him. So I feel good about that. <laughs> anyway, I'll be like, Dan, you stole my assist. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited for that. I need to go back onto Xbox. I have a profile. I haven't touched Xbox in years, but now I have massive FOMO about all of this Halo um, Halo content coming out. And after a week full of Halo from uh, Retro Replay, I, I feel like this needs to happen. I feel like I need to get back in this. And I need to like up my game in case PJ and <laughs> Drew are really serious about getting together like <laughs> like a staff party or whatever. And be like, hey, let's play some Halo. I'm like, fuck. Oh, I got some good news for you. Because <laughs> the new Halo, when that comes out, is going to include training modes as well oh, yes. as um, bots to train new players who don't know how to play. So that's really awesome for new players. This is good news for me. Really, really good news for me. Mm-hmm. Um all right, I'm going to close out the show. If you guys want to yeah. find me, you can find me at Pagan Plays on Twitter or at Pagan underscore Plays on Instagram and Twitch. I just at Pagan Plays with the space between in uh, on YouTube. You can see all of these um, handles. All of our social <laughs> handles will be in the description notes below. Also, let us know what you think um, from this episode. If you have any comments or uh, if you like or disagree to anything that we've said today, please let us know in the comments and maybe check mm-hmm. a rating up there. Would you like to check a rating That'd up there? Nice. You might read it on the show. Just do it. Just Yeah, just do it. Don't, think, don't even think about it. Just just put something in and we'll read on the show. Uh, cool. Thank you guys so much for being here. Um, if you guys have any questions about membership regarding um, coming on Trailer Talk and being featured in one of the episodes, let us know. It's members at retroreplayshow.com. Um, and if you have any questions for the podcast here, it's the replayer podcast at gmail.com. Again, all of this information will be in the show notes for you. So feel free to click in. Thank you all so much for joining me today, you big Halo nerds. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> So well, we know what's happening when the camera turns off, so are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.